Welcome to episode number 205, Success and Happiness. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe and the man himself, Mike Mamula. Success and happiness. In this episode, the crew welcomes back special guest, Mike Mamula. We cover topics that range from happiness, success, entrepreneurship, potential, and much more. We've wrapped the episode up with quotes from Benjamin Franklin and Fred DeVito. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off, a little bit of housekeeping. We want to thank you all for bearing with us during these uh, you know, unprecedented times. We're recording via Zoom, so thank you for the developers and creators of Zoom uh, for making this actually possible. Uh, so everyone's either in their home office, um, you know, their, their actual office or whatever it may be. So please forgive us. There might be, uh, you know, noises in the background, kids in the background, what have you. But that is the reason why we're delivering the fantastic content and having the guests that we have. And today, folks, we have the one and only Mike Mamula. Thank you for joining us, sir. Jimmy, what's going on, my friend? And dogs. You may hear dogs in the background here oh, on my end. Absolutely. <laughs> that is all good. Thanks for having good. me, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right, so we actually had Mike. For those of you who uh, stick around with us, you know that we had Mike on episode 139 and 156. Uh, and if you have not had the opportunity to listen to those shows, I suggest you do so. Tons of golden nuggets there. Uh, but in the meanwhile, Mike, won't you let us know who you are and what you do? Yes, sir. So my name uh, is Mike Mamola. Thank you for the intro, brother. And uh, I am from New Jersey originally. Still located in New Jersey in the great Northeast. Um, went to school here. Ended up going out to New York for law school. Ultimately came back to New Jersey about 18 years ago and opened my first business, which is still a successful and thriving despite COVID and everything else. The, the challenging times have provided us with a uh, law firm in central New Jersey that operates throughout New Jersey, Calabruzas, Mamola, Hartman and Lento. A little shameless plug there. Um, but that's the uh, that was the first business that I opened, still running the firm and doing things there, and that gave me the platform to leap off and do a lot of the great things that I've been doing over the last decade or so since then. So, also own um, a number of other companies, and uh, I'm involved in a series of um, tech projects and various other projects with some really interesting people. I'm fortunate enough, and as you would say, blessed enough to right. uh, travel travel to some really great places and do some really cool things with some really cool people all for um purpose of as one of my favorite people and mentors dave Meltzer, says making a lot of money helping a lot of people and having a lot of fun <laughs> absolutely absolutely fantastic so if you guys have not uh realized it by now but uh mr mamula is a serial entrepreneur 
Um, and, uh, you know, that was kind of one of the topics I wanted to jump right in. Um, had you first step out to become, you know, an entrepreneur? Was that something that was always in your spirit? Uh, did you always have that going for you? Or it was something that you kind of just took a leap towards? You know, now, honestly, looking back, I guess I did. That I would say, I think a product is, what do they say? Necessity is the mother of invention or invention is the mother of necessity. Um, and good. that's kind of, I guess, how it went, right? So um, early on, I just always went out and did whatever I needed to do to try and make ends meet, whether that was getting a job or doing something, building uh, some sort of platform or opportunity to make money for myself and my friends. And uh, so I, uh, you know, I, I graduated from law school. I started a job and um, I was I was at my first job as an attorney for one year and uh, they did the annual review and uh, they, they told me what my bonus was and they told me what I had to look forward to. And I said, thank you very much, but I'm, I'm going to go try and carve my own path. So I guess I had that fire burning inside of me. Right. And uh, once uh, they, they, they kind of made the decision for me in, in many ways, I think I was surrounded by people that were always pushing me in the right direction and I never realized it. And so, yeah, I, I guess I had that entrepreneurial spirit like some of us do, like you do and others. And so when, when that opportunity comes along, you grab it and you run with it and uh, never look back. So, Mike, you're obviously, uh, you know, a successful guy and, and, and we all define success differently. Uh, but more importantly, what I like to define um, is happiness. Um, what, what does being happy mean to you? Yeah, um, it means fulfilling the things that are important to myself and to the people that I love and the, the people that I care about. So being able to achieve the things that, that I want. And, you know, smiling is a part of it, right? And so uh, we smile when we're happy. But ultimately, you know, happiness for me means being able to do the things that I want to do for the people, including myself, that I want to do them for. And, um, yeah, I get choked up thinking about it, man. But, and there, and it's, it's, a, it's a feeling of happiness, tears of joy when I think about that because I really do feel – that I'm blessed and have the opportunity to do that for so many people. Yeah, man, that's, that's, that's good stuff. The, um, you know, a lot of times we get caught in, in, you know, in the race, you know, a lot of people have different terms for it, but, um, it's, it's the accumulation of things at the end of the day. And that's not necessarily where happiness resides, right? Because, you know, we have goals and it's good. It's good to start there. It's, it's a good starting point because it, you know, it has you striving towards something, right? So I want the particular house, particular card, particular relationship, a particular mindset, a particular business, and that's fine. But sometimes that it becomes things. And then all of a sudden you realize you're living within that thing. And then all of a sudden it expands to another thing. So it's this, this little chase. Um, and, and as entrepreneurs, we all kind of get there and, 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 and it's cool if it's momentary, right? But if we're stuck there, that's when it becomes a trap. Um, and then all of a sudden the happiness flees. C can you yeah. talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's the shiny things, right? We all yeah. chase the shiny things. We all want them. And, uh, you, you know, you, you hit it on the head. I mean, it's, you know, whether it's external and that's what most people chase. Um, that's where they, they think that they're going to find happiness. And, so, and some people do. But you start to realize uh, as you grow older and as you grow more successful, and as you said, we define success differently, um, that those are, you, you know, studies now are showing that starting to, inter to interview people and realize that, you know, the material things, the, the novelty of that wears off. 
it's whereas you know experiences interactions with other people whereas the the um joy of material things goes down over time the joy of the memories with the people you love and the things that you do and those experiences increase over time so i think you know in terms of happiness and and success and all of that we we have to look at it in terms of you know what's the barometer what are you using a lot of people gauge it by money right if i have those shiny things uh, which take money then i'll be happy um but there's a real secret there that people i think overlook and the real the real bi- barometer by which you should measure it is time mm. and you know that's the most valuable thing on the planet i know a lot of people with a lot of money way more money than they'll ever be able to spend and their kids 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 will ever spend and all of that money won't buy them more time so what do you do with your time you know if you have the ability to do what you want with the people that you want the way that you want to and when you want to with your time then you're successful then you're going to be happy that's how it happens and i want to just talk about something for a second that you said with regard to external i think a lot of people in our society the people that we we know they search for happiness by through those shiny things whether it's the house the car the boats the planes the clothes the watch because that's what we know that's what we're taught we don't realize man that we are programmed we're wired that way in this society in in our culture from the time that we're kids right i you know i see these kids who who they want brand whatever jeans and and shirts and and this and that because that's going to bring them happiness they're already programmed and being programmed to believe that that is what leads to happiness most people don't take the journey for me it took a real spiritual awakening to realize that the happiness doesn't come from the outside it's a, it's an inside job as i like to say and you have to start you know working on that yourself there's nothing anybody can ever do to make you happy that lasting happiness that true happiness unless you're able to do it it starts from the inside and then it builds from there and then everything else is great and you can have all the fun things if you want them but you realize that that's not the true source of happiness so glad you said that mike um i don't think people are going in the wrong direction so i i do think that there there comes a point where people understand that there's a void that they're trying to fill maybe they're lacking in something and their initial what i think it is it's just a fix but it's so surface level it's so superficial that it doesn't have that long lasting effect as they initially thought because you know as you said we're not working on the insides at, at that starter level so the reason why i say it's not bad is because at least we're striving for a change um once you get those surface level things the chains the jewelry the house and all this other stuff you sort of realize it's not within those exterior uh you know items uh but the fact that you found that there was lack and you thought that there's something to fulfill you're absolutely correct right but it's yeah. what you mentioned mike it's the inner working so once people get past that surface level that that superficial level where it's like the material the material things and go a little bit deeper they start to find well i started to find uh more meaning to life right and actually my relationships become deeper uh because i started realizing how more connected um i am and my voids were more on relationship and spirituality than they were, you know, the fancy car or whatever it was, shirt or whatever it was. You want to talk a little bit deeper on that? 
Yeah, sure. You know, it's um, that's exactly what it comes down to. And uh, there, there's a certain point I agree with you, and it's it's when people start to cross that point that they make a really bad mistake. You know, and and what I mean is when they start spending too much money, start getting themselves in debt, right? Credit card bills and things like that, especially if you're going to be an entrepreneur, especially if you're building your own business or you have children. I mean, you have things that you, you know, I know people who spend a lot of money on things looking for happiness and they don't have money saved for their kids' college tuition or they don't have money put aside for in case something happens, they lose their job or they get sick. And you realize that, that, you know, if you want happiness, there is a real sense of gratification and true happiness from comfort, from, from being um, at peace and serenity and knowing that you have this incredible ability to, it starts with pay, being able to pay your bills and being able to let your company, you know, when, when Dave Meltzer and I talk, we talk about it and, and my partners at my law firm and everywhere else, it's, you know, being, being able to, to stay in business is really, really difficult sometimes. And you have to have that staying power. And so where people make the mistake is by spending money on these shiny things, and then it becomes really, life becomes really stressful and it slingshots you. And it's almost impossible to find happiness when every day you're struggling to say, how am I going to keep the lights on? How am I going to make this payment? I have to make this deposit. The bank's going to repossess the cars. What are we going to do? It becomes virtually impossible. So if you can, if you can, be, if you can be smart about the, just the, the simple choices that you're making on a daily basis, happiness doesn't elude you. It, it's attracted to you. Like happiness and success and enjoyment, it all starts to surround you. And, and life becomes a whole lot more enjoyable. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I totally agree. Um, when, when we talk about uh, the topic of potential, I want to tie potential in um, because there's a lot of times where happiness and success intertwine uh, when folks start comparing themselves uh, to other people. And when you get into a comparison game, um, you know, sometimes it, it doesn't always look good on your end, let's just say. And then you kind of fall deeper and deeper into that hole uh, where, where you realize, oh, it's never going to happen for me. But if we understand our true potential um, and what we're capable of actually doing, um, you know, and not really, you know, taking in all the negativity that, you know, is thrown at us. Uh, can you tie in potential happiness and success? Yeah, sure. So, you know, when you talk about that, like you talked about comparisons, there's always going to be people that are greater and lesser than you, always. From the day you're born to the day you die, some people will be bigger, stronger, faster, smarter. Some people won't. Some people will have more money. Some people won't. Some people will be healthier. And if you go through your life comparing yourself with them or to them, you're going to lead a pretty miserable life. You can look at things in terms of, um, margins for success based on what other people are doing when you look at businesses to see if things are working, but that's something different. So, you know, in terms of how you approach that with regard to your potential, man, that's where the magic is. And it starts with a critical self-analysis, right? What is your potential? Like a lot of people don't realize it. And Jimmy, you and I, I think have spoken about this before. There's so much noise in today's society, noise. And when I say noise, it's the news, it's the background noise, it's the car horns, the gunshots, it's 50 texts. My phone, I'll, I'll, you know, by the time we get off this podcast, I'll have 30 to 40 to 50 texts and emails and missed calls. That's all noise, right? And so you have to sift through all of that to figure out, like, to hear the sounds of life, to hear your own heartbeat, 
to have time to really think about yourself and do a critical self-analysis and say, what is my potential? What am I good at? And be really radically honest with yourself about it. Like, I'm never going to be a professional basketball player. I know that. I'm cool with that. But I've sat around long enough through my meditation and other things to think about what I'm good at, what my potential is, and how I can work toward it. So how do you tie happiness and success into that? You, re you recognize what your potential is. And then, like we talked about with Dave and with other people when we go out speaking, enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential. So when I put my head down on the pillow each night, I may not have you know, won a, a case that I thought I was going to win, or I may not have closed a deal I thought I was going to close, or been involved in a new tech project or entertainment uh, project that I was hoping for. But did I reach my potential that day? Did I do the best that I could do? And if I, if I have, I'm happy. I'm satisfied with that. And that's only based on, you know, getting back inside. Like we said, it's an in inside job. Start figuring out what your potential is and then start going after it. Yeah, absolutely. I just had a conversation with someone, a good friend of mine. Um, and, you know, honestly, it, it, was, it, was, it was a really, really good conversation because he attained one of his lifelong dreams. Um, and, it, and it had a little bit of sadness to it uh, because he, he then mentioned... Um, Thank you for listening. I know this was my dream, but I want to share it with you. Um, not everyone can take or handle other people's success. Hmm. And there was a little sadness there uh, because this guy worked his tail off uh, for this huge thing. Uh, ironically, um, it was to share with most of his friends and family, or it is to share with most of his friends and family. Um, and then I just thought, wow, sometimes the comparisons are good if you have this little competitive edge and you keep it healthy, right? Um, right. You, you, we also need to be happy for others. And as you said, it's attracted to you. When you're happy for other people, you're at that frequency, you're at that vibration, you're going to attract it back to you. Can, can you explain a little bit about being happy for others while you're, you know, trying to manifest happiness yourself? Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's not, it's not just being happy for others, um, objectively or out there in the ether it's helping them be happy a lot of times right i find myself in that situation often whether it's you know i, I tend to have a lot of people that call me for advice whether it's business life coaching uh, executive coaching legal whatever it might be and sometimes people are in dark places and and it's hard to, to help them find happiness but um it's something that you know is possible so how do you you know how do you um enjoy and share other people's happiness man it comes from a, a true like it comes from a true place of love mm. right do i love this person do i like and i and i do man i like i really want to embrace that enjoyment whatever it is for you like if you're able to if you just got a new dog or you just had a baby or you just got a new job i am really genuinely happy and i'll give you an example of how like because people can see through a lot of things like when when they're trying to figure out who each other are on this planet you know i do some things and i put some things up on social media um that you know it's a fancy car or it's a helicopter ride or it's this or that and, and i've had people say to me man if i put that up there people would be crushing me they'd be like dude you don't deserve that and he's like and all you get is love and I said, that's because that's what I give. Like, because that, people know that I'm genuine. When I put that up there, 
I'm putting things up there to share it. I want to share the love. I want to share the happiness. I want to share the enjoyment. That's my motivation. That's all that it is. So when I see people, you know, wh whatever it is, man, I want to be a part of it. And it does. You, you, you know, I get this all the time. Like, that only happens to you. Like, you're, you happen to be in these crazy situations where awesome things are happening. But I, it, it is. It's a frequency, man. You tune in the radio station to that. And all of a sudden, you're hearing the songs. You're out there in these different situations and these different opportunities because of the way that you're living your life. And it's all a part of genuinely being happy for others. Like, I tell people, if, if you want to be happy, go make somebody else happy. That's the surefire way to do it. Like, if you're having a bad day and you're like, oh, I can't get out of the slump, I can't do this or that, go find a homeless person and buy him lunch and sit there and listen to his or her story and give them a couple of dollars when they're done eating and watch them smile and cry. And you'll walk away, man, and you'll have tears of joy. You'll be happy. That's how it works. Absolutely. Um, in fact, you know, you know, um, a lot of people call it, you know, multiple different things. Uh, the law of attraction, karma, what have you. Can you can you explain the little story that you shared on social media um, about a day or two ago about the beach where you're talking about <laughs> a man losing his phone? And I won't say the story. I'll let, allow you to do the story. But it kind of ties into um, you you saying like help, help helping someone else, uh, whether it's, you know, the end result, obviously that gentleman was happy and you genuinely made, you know, we're, we're helping this gentleman um, without asking for anything in return. And the beautiful story that unfolds, I'll allow you to explain, but it just yeah. tied in perfectly here. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, <clears throat> that was really, that was a great story. It just happened actually. And uh, you know, it starts with Jimmy. You don't, you don't have to ask um, because by asking you create a void, right? So what you do, the way the universe works, the way that I believe in a lot of the people that I surround myself um, with what they believe is it's, it's all part of, a, of, of something greater than ourselves and a big energy, right? It's a big formula. And so when you put it out there, you get it back. Um, so the idea is if you give with no expectation of return, the universe will return it to you exponentially. So for us, I was at the beach uh, this past weekend, and we got there early. My wife and I, we met another couple, and um, a guy came down as bright and early before the lifeguards or anybody got there. A guy came down to the beach, and he, uh, he had lost his phone. Well, he, he had his dog, and the dog was swimming in the water, and he said he had to leave before, uh, before the lifeguards got there. So he left, and then about 30 minutes later, he came back saying he lost his phone. So, you know, you have two choices and you, you realize that, man, every day you have, you have two choices. They come in increments of every second, but you have, you know, a couple, couple of choices that you have to make. And we could have very easily sat and said, hey, man, that's a bum, sorry. Or, you know, we, it's just how we, how I think, how the people I was with think. We jumped up and there was a kid who had been raking the, the one of the uh, maintenance guys had been raking the, the uh, beach. So I ran over and grabbed the rake and we started raking the beach and we started helping this guy look for his phone. Well, lo and behold, we found his phone. We exchanged numbers. Hey man, thanks. Great, great, great. Yeah, no worries. And he left and he had just explained. He was like, look, I just paid the phone off. I can't believe it. Oh no. He was like really bummed. You know, you don't want to lose yeah. your phone on a Sunday. You don't want to lose it any day. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, especially after you just pay it off. And so he, um, so he was, he was very grateful and he left. Well, a little while later, um, we went to buy passes for the beach because you have to buy beach badges, and uh, they were sold out. You couldn't buy any more daily passes because there were too many people on the beach, apparently. 
And so we were, we, we were told we had to leave the beach. And one of the people we were with, we were talking and said, let's call so-and-so who we helped with the phone. He's a local maybe. And so I called him and I said, hey, is there any chance you happen to have some extra badges that we could buy because we were just thrown off and he came. And he said, absolutely. He's like, I have season passes. I'll bring them right down to you guys. Hmm. And he came running down and he gave us our badges and we spent the day on the beach. No fuss, no muss, no problem. So like I say, like we didn't Love realize him. when we were helping him, we were helping ourselves. Like the universe knew it. We didn't know it. So you put it out there and you do that. And that kind of stuff happens all the time, Jim. Like you just put yourself out there and do it for people. And you'd be amazed at what, at what humanity does for you. Yeah. And then some people will say, man, you're, you're just lucky. You got a free pass. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm yeah. glad you said that because a lot of people are only listening or see that second half of the story, right? They don't see the first half of that story um, you know, and, and we get it all the time. It's like, oh, you're so lucky. You're so lucky. I'm like, I don't know. I guess if, if hard work is luck, um, I guess so. Uh, but, but a lot of this came from a lot, you know, a lot of blood, sweat and tears. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't know about luck. I find, you know, it was said by, I forget who the gentleman was, might've been Bob Proctor. And he, uh, you know, the harder you work, the, uh, the, the, the luckier you became, you know, um, that's right. But Mike, you said something super interesting. Um, can, can, cause people get wound up with this whole, um, you know, energy source, God, karma, law of attraction, whatever, however you want to conceptualize it in your brain is fine. But you said something uh, interesting. I would like to, if you, if you don't mind explaining a little deeper, Yeah. giving without expectation and then getting, uh, receiving back uh, exponentially. Can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah. So that goes into what I was talking about, about, you know, the, the collective consciousness and the formulas of the universe. When you put it out there, uh, it's recognized and uh, you're not creating a void. You're creating a surplus. And so that's the way the system works and you're going to get back a surplus. That's the way everything is designed to work. Right. So I think where people fall short is they create voids. You ever notice like the person who's, yeah, I'm going to run late and this and that I'm going to, and then all of a sudden they have a flat tire or they get in an accident and they are late and you constantly create these voids and that happens. So the, the, the converse is also, also true where we, you know, we believe that by operating on this higher frequency, this, um, this very um, genuine, pure level of wanting to do for others with no expectation of return. Like I don't, I'm not doing this, uh, the podcast now, we're helping the guy on the beach or that tomorrow um, with any expectation of return. I'm doing it because number one, I love you, man. I always love seeing you, but I'm doing those things because I genuinely want to just it, do it because it makes me feel good. And the more we start to do that, it's like you said, it, you know, the more I work, the luckier I get kind of coincidence. It starts to happen. And I, you know, I hear that all the time. People tell me, you're so lucky. You're so lucky. You get to go here. You get to meet this person. You get to do that. Wow. I'm not in control. Like this universe has been around a long time. The planet's been around a long time. Something created me before I had the ability to say, I want this nose and these ears. There's something else going on. You know, I'm a part of it. It's flowing through me. And, and I think I'm just in tune with the frequency that I'm supposed to be on now. I wasn't always, but now I am. And so, yeah, if you want to call it luck, I call it coincidence. I'm putting my intention, my attention where they're supposed to be and things are starting to happen. And, and, you know, talking about that for a second with luck these little stro strokes of um, coincidence in the universe 
those are the signs that you're on the right path, that you're doing the right thing, right? Like it's these people that don't realize these are the clues like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. When things, when doors are just opening almost seamlessly, like automatic doors for you in your life, you're on the right path, man. But when you're banging your head into the door, always going like, this thing won't open. That's a sign that you probably should stop and take a breath and take a step back and figure out what you're doing, how you're doing it, why you're doing it, and um, maybe take a new approach. And that happiness and, and success and all of that stuff starts to change when you find the rhythm that you're supposed to be in. I like that. I like that. Uh, becoming intentional. Um, you mentioned something that I would like to give a little bit of background. You said ask. Uh, when a lot of people think of the law of attraction, there's a huge phenomenon back i believe in 2006 the book the secret came out and guys believe me this this been going on for hundreds of years if if you track certain pieces of literature and personal development or self-help this is way beyond the secret uh so to speak so believe me we're, we're well aware that there's authors beyond uh, 2006 that um had these uh you know figured this formula out but it became a phenomenon almost, and, and their whole thing was ask, believe, receive. And so I think that's what you were referencing, where it, it was kind of a misguided thing. It was a great starting point for many people. The problem is it left a lot of people hanging uh, because I don't think it was misinformation. It was just not enough information, and, right. and it, was, it was just misinterpreted and almost abused uh, to some extent. And then kind of had people looking the other direction say this is some you know magic you know, BS that doesn't really work. Um, yeah. And it just wasn't that. It, to me, I, th- I thought it was a fantastic intro uh, to how, you know, how things uh, can operate. Um, I don't think that, you know, it should have been looked at as the, um, the absolute. Uh, but can you talk a little bit? I don't know if that's what you're referencing. I was assuming that's what you're referencing when you said ask. Yeah. Yeah, I could, yeah, take it. I, I, I love where you're going with this and I'll take it a step further. Um, you know, with the ask and, and I agree with everything that you said. And so what, what I did was I re-engineered that for my life. I think people stopped short without realizing it with the ask. It goes one level deeper, which is feel, mm. right? So, so for me, it wasn't just about the ask. Like I want a million dollars. Okay, well, why do you want a million dollars? Oh, you want to do this? Or I want to buy guns or I want to buy this. Or I want to buy a house. Or I want to give it to the homeless. There's a, there's a lot of different reasons that I want this money. Um, yep. So it can be for good or it could be for bad. So when you stop and you take a step back and you feel because everybody forgets about this. This is one of the main things I talk about when I go out and speak to, you know, some of the younger guys and gals, some of the high schools and, and even middle schools and things. And by the time you get into college, it, it, I think people are already starting to get set in their ways, but I still talk about it. Um, you know, we're emotional creatures. We're human beings. And so everything that we, we do is based on feelings, and we forget that. So when you are in the process of, you know, whatever it might be, rather than asking for money or asking for this, feel it. Like, what do you, what's the feeling? Is it of love? Is it of empathy, compassion, generosity, gratitude, and letting that flow through you for the purpose, and it starts to happen. For me, I think that's where people were falling short. They were like, oh, I just have to ask and it'll happen. But what's the motivation behind it? What's the why? What's the what? What are all of those things? And those are the feelings. And I could take you really deep for a second to really, you know, kind of spin some heads here. One of the things I, that, I, that I really focus on and I love, I, I did a speech on this, is that, you know, we, we ask and we think. But what science is starting to realize now is that it's 
probably not our, our minds that create all of those. It's our hearts, right? People don't realize that our hearts are our true brains, right? I think our brain is the router. The heart sends out the message, the electromagnetic uh process of whatever it is that we want and the brain just shoots it in the right direction it has like forty thousand sensory neurons that think and remember like your brain people don't realize that and the pineal gland in your eye for that in your brain is wired the same way as your eyes to your third eye like you could see and feel and think these things you ever have these feelings you're not sure where they're coming from they're coming from a place so you need to trust in your emotions you need to trust in your feelings and learn how to hone those and develop those then you start getting the things you want. You start saying, like, how did this happen? How did that happen? Yeah, and 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 to, to put it on a basic level, if if you're out there thinking about, yeah. you know, the, the feelings part, um, the feelings obviously creates that frequency, right? And yeah. if you can think about, about relationships, so think about, um, you know, an acquaintance, right? Someone you just met, maybe at the supermarket, and you're in the same line as each other, and you're joking about, you know, you're limited for, you know, four hand, hand sanitizers and how crazy the times we live in, right? And that you just met that guy, right? Um, then versus your neighbor, let's just say, or a coworker, um, versus you know, a, a brother or a sibling, versus a child or or a significant other, and when you think about those relationships think about how deep the feelings get deeper and deeper for that person right and so the deeper that they they are those feelings for that person the closer that person is to you and to your heart yeah. um and the stronger those feelings are um it, it becomes and that you guys become on the same frequency and it's almost like that exchange i know that's a very basic explanation um, but I find it easier to visualize something as in kind of, you know, cause things are, um, and I'm glad you said that connection with the brain and the heart, um, because, you know, there's a lot of people who, um, don't make that correlation and they operate just solely with one or the other. Sometimes you operate too much, you know, heart and, yes. and not, not using, not using the brain aspect because it's obviously there for a reason. Right. And sometimes, when people say take that leap of faith, you have the person who's calculating everything and the equation has to add up before I can become an entrepreneur and this whole business plan has to work out just perfect and they're missing the heart part. Um, and I, I just think it's very important to, to, to combine those two. I don't, I don't know if you want to comment on that. Yeah, man. I mean, <clears throat> you know, there's I talk to people all the time, business owners and others about the concept of paralysis by analysis. I think that's what you were alluding to just now, right? You get into it yeah. so deep that, you know, with a business, you see the veins on the trees, on the leaves, on the branches, on the forest, and you don't see the forest for what it is. And you really have to feel like you people have to. So we don't learn, you know, I talk about uh, the concept of emotional intelligence, a lot EQ. And uh, now everybody realizes that it's way more important than IQ, right? We take these tests and you have a high IQ. You're supposed to be successful. That's what this podcast is about, happiness and su success. There's really no correlation between a high IQ and success or happiness, period. The contrary is absolutely true. If you have developed emotional intelligence, um, studies are showing now much more likely to achieve success in life, right? Like who, who are you going to want to do business with? People that you like or people that you don't like? It's people that you like, right? That's the emotional intelligence. So when you have these feelings, when you have these emotions, 
you have to sit down and process them. You got to think about them. And if you, even more importantly, if you don't have them, then you really have to sit down and try and figure out what do I feel about this? How do I really feel? And sift out all of the, like you talked about, the noise from that. And what I'm getting at is, you know, there, there, there's no real opportunity in our society unless you do it on your own or surround yourself with people that do it to um, learn about emotional intelligence, learn how to, number one, recognize your feelings. Like you can go out right now and ask a bunch of pretty smart college students define, to define the word empathy or compassion. Most of them can do gratitude now, right? Because they've all read memes on social media. But we don't really learn it. Like, and Jimmy, you were at one of my events where I spoke and I said, we have kids who can do trigonometry, but they don't know the, the meaning of their own feelings. So especially, man, when you're opening a business, no matter what you're doing, you have to trust your feelings. You have to trust your heart. You have to trust your gut. That's That goes so much deeper, so much further than anything you'll think about up here because you know, we don't have enough time. We'll probably, we can make it another podcast, but when you're thinking you're operating on the conscious level, right? Our brain operates on the unconscious, subconscious, and the conscious. When you're thinking you're on the conscious level, the conscious brain only, it has a very, it's like the old floppy disks. I don't know if you remember those, but it's so, yeah. Right. So it's so limited in what it can do compared to today's technology. It's like using a floppy disk and trying to keep it, keep up with an iPhone. And so people are using that surface level ability, like your conscious brain cannot comprehend more than two people talking at once. Two conversations going once, that's it, it's maxed out. Versus your subconscious brain, which doesn't have any limit. You ever have dreams and remember names and places and people and things that you just like wake up and like, oh my God, how did I remember that? That's because you're, yeah, you're tapping into the subconscious and the unconscious and all of the magic and where it happens and all of that's tied into so much of the emotion. So when you can bring all of that together, you talked about it and really put that together with the heart and the brain, what they call heart brain coherence, um, you start to see really incredible things happen. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I do appreciate you, you know, you, you, you bringing that topic up, especially with the, the emotional intelligence. We actually just had a podcast uh, specifically geared talking about uh, emotional intelligence. Now, wh one of the topics we talked then, I'd like to get your, your spin on it, is um, a person developing a, at a deeper level, um, you know, emotional intelligence, having, having uh, the ability to ha have a deeper sense of empathy uh, towards others or just towards life in general, and really tapping into that. Now, do you do that through your meditations? Because I know you're, you're, you know, you're, you're a proponent of um, meditating. Yeah. Is, is that is that is that what you suggest folks start at, or you know, you could really start anywhere, but you know, your expertise. Yeah. 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 So it's I, it's a combination, I think, right now for me of, of meditation and mindfulness, which go hand in hand, right? And so it's being aware of what's happening exactly the way it is happening rather than the way I'm perceiving it to happen. So that, you know, that is by being, they, they call it the observer. And you start to recognize that in, in meditation and in mindfulness, like what's really happening, not what's my perception of it and how do I feel and how do I want to react? And, oh my God, I'm so mad at him for saying that. Or they cut me off. Like having the ability to recognize for a second, like maybe that happened for a reason. Maybe me just getting you know, cut out of this parking spot was going to force me to drive around the lot a few extra minutes and it's going to prevent me from going back out on the road where I might have gotten an accident or something. 
So rather than jumping to those conclusions and instead of getting so upset at somebody for taking that parking spot, thinking about the fact that maybe that guy's having a hard day, maybe he's got a baby at home that's having problems and he has to run in and get milk for the wife and, and those kinds of things. So when you could start doing those little exercises and keeping control of yourself, being empathetic, compassionate, and showing gratitude for different things that happen when you, others might not, um, that's where you can start to build and tap into your higher self. Absolutely. Um, can, can you give a little advice for folks who may be out there who don't necessarily have um, the belief right right now in themselves? They, they want a specific goal, right? Um, and we talked about the asking, and that's just part of it. But in, in order for that individual to attract what they want, they really need the fuel for that. And the fuel is uh, the feeling and really having that feeling, uh, which is, you know, I would say believing in yourself is a feeling, right? And so how can someone go from something, you know, uh, whether it's financial, relational, spiritual, educational, yeah. whatever it is, if it's huge, how does that person build belief? Yeah, by changing the channel, right? So if you're, you have to come at it from a different angle. So if you're trying something and it's just not working, I just like, I don't have the energy. I don't have the belief. I'll never do this. I'll never, you know, I'll never get the loan for this company. I'll never close the deal with that one. I'll never have 10 million listeners. Um, you might be right. If you come into it with that attitude, you might be, uh, you might be wrong. But there's one surefire way of changing it. And it's by changing the channel, changing the approach, come at it from a totally different perspective come at it from a rotated view right so look look at it differently and come and how do you do that maybe it is through meditation maybe meditation is not your thing maybe you take up exercise go to the gym maybe you start walking you know i tell people all the time i had a guy really really high level guy and he used to you know we went through this in a book that was coming that is out now but was coming out at the time had all of these problems and he would do the same thing every day and wonder why he got the same result. And you know the old saying, right? Doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different outcome. Definition, definition of, insanity. of insanity. So change it. Like if you are if you don't like how you feel, if you don't have the belief in yourself that you need, change it. And if you can't, find people that can help you change it, man. it's This isn't like... I, I, you know, I would love to take credit for all the cool things I did. I have a pretty cool house, a pretty cool thing, pretty cool this and that. And I'm successful, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, some of it, I guess, is because of the choices I'm making. But I'm surrounded by amazing people, starting with my wife, my business partners, my mentors. I go to people like, you know, I mentor plenty of people, but I have a mentor. And guess what? My mentor has a mentor. And so, you know, you need to go to those people so that when you do get caught in this rut, they're going to be the ones to say, wait a minute, time out. Let's do this. Let's do that. You need to have those kinds of people around because you won't always be able to do it yourself. There's a saying, you want to go, you want to go fast, go alone. You want to go far, go together. And so for me, there are times, look, being happy doesn't mean, I talked to Gary Vee about this. Gary, you know, um, you're not happy all the time, every single day. Just doesn't, that's not what happiness is. Being happy means knowing that. It means knowing that you will have difficult times. It means knowing that there will be pain, there will be struggle, and that too will pass. That's part of the formula for success and for happiness, being able to lean into those times and embrace them and learn from them and continue moving forward, then letting a smile get back on your face. That's part of the whole formula. I love it, man. I absolutely love it. We're going to change some gears here. 
Uh, Mike, you've been dropping some golden, 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 golden nuggets. <laughs> we appreciate that. And uh, I want to switch a little bit because this is kind of uh, kind of the things you, you've mentioned. You talked about mentorship. You talked about mentoring people um, in that actual episode where we talked about emotional intelligence. We talked about the importance um, of mentorship. You talked about speaking engagements. Um, I've been to several of yours uh, where you gave very you. powerful, moving messages. It wasn't something that was, you know, you regurgitated a quote or, or something. It was something heartfelt that you meant it. You experienced it. It was almost like you felt the pain come out of the words and the emotion uh, that was just spilling all over the crowd. And you humbled a crowd of hundreds, maybe thousands it was a lot of people. I don't know, but people there <laughs> Thanks, and man. you had, and I remember looking at Gabe, Gabe, I don't know if you remember. I'm like, mm. it's someone special. Look around. I don't want to take away from Mike's message, but I'm like, Gabe, look around. Mm. He has everyone on their toes yeah. and everyone was listening. And I wanted to be sure to capture that moment with somebody, uh, because that, that's something very special. Um, and I say all that, uh, to say, um, you are the CEO of the Moti app, Moti app, um, and I want you to take the opportunity to explain the app. You know, how did you land in this position? What it's all about, and uh, the reason why I want to start where we were, so you guys can get a, a grasp that Mike is the real deal, right? He 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 lives this stuff. Uh, we've had private conversations outside this. I know Mike. You know, uh, uh, on a very personal level, uh, but still enough to know he's he means what he says and he's very knowledgeable. Um, and he, he now has the opportunity to share that in a very unique way uh, via this app. And I wanted to give him, you know, since we have the platform for him to have the opportunity to share that with all of you. So, Mike, if you want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, thanks, Jimmy. So, um, yeah, I am uh, working with the now interim CEO of a company called Modi which is an acronym, it's M-O-T-I, which stands for Money On Time Instantly. And so what does that mean? It's basically a um, video chat platform via you know Skype or, or Zoom or um, FaceTime. But what it has is built-in billing capabilities. So you are able to customize your billing. You and I would be speaking right now the way that we are. And if uh, you know my fee is $100 an hour, when we hang up, I get paid automatically. It drops right into my bank account. So for me, as an attorney, I saw the immediate value. I know a lot of attorneys around the country who bill hourly. That's all you know. a lot of professionals have is their time. They don't sure. sell widgets, right? They don't sell anything other than their time. So to have the ability to take, whether it's an attorney, a doctor, other professional, and let them get paid immediately for their time by talking, um, and it has some really other cool features in there. You can exchange money and you can record it. You can share it, do all of those things. Um, I saw the value and uh, the opportunity there. So I'm really fortunate to be involved in that with some of my partners and um, to be serving CEO there and uh, very, very excited about that platform. So uh, yeah, Modi app, uh, you can find it on social media and that's the website, M-O-T-I-A-P-P and use it. It's super cool. You know, now, you know, it's, it, we have over, um, over 4,000 subscribers and over 200 blue check social media influencers and people on there. And it's, uh, it's great stuff and uh, everybody seems to love it. So whether you're a teacher, a counselor, a music teacher, if you're consulting, if you're doing webinars, 
if you are somebody that gets paid for your time and has face-to-face conversations, uh, it's something that you should probably check out. So thanks. Yeah, that's it. It's a really cool opportunity. If any of your listeners want to uh, want to take it for a test drive, happy to jump on a call with them. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and Mike, that, thank you. Uh, you know, you, you carved out a little bit of time to show me uh, the features of the app. And I mentioned the first thing I mentioned to you that it was intuitive. Um, it just was natural. It's like, oh, yeah, this goes here. We do this. And it was just like very, you know, in your face right there. Very simple, yeah. uh, user friendly. Um and, and, and very appealing, right? Uh, and as you mentioned, we know plenty of people uh, who, who can take advantage of this. Um, you know, there, there's, there's, there's platforms that do not offer this, right? They offer maybe yes. the, the, the videoing or, or the video conferencing, but the, the, the paying right there, then and there is a game changer. And so I'm, I'm glad legit, you're able yeah. to share this, man. This is, is such a cool thing. Um, you know, and, and we even talked about, you know, additional features that you guys are looking to add. So this is an ongoing thing. It's only going to get bigger and better. So guys, please go out there, download the Moti app. Um, I have it, um, and, and, and share it with your friends cause it, it's going to be the next wave. Um, and it's just so fitting, right, Mike? Um, thank you, Jimmy. Um, yeah, it, it's just, I just want to thank you for always staying creative, always staying on your toes. Um, you got to respect the person. I have to, man. I'm only five foot five. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's part of it, right? Um, back in 2006, I, I, I was introduced to the, what I now know is, you know, self-help, personal development, whatever you want to call it, that specific industry. And it was that year um, I dedicated myself to become a lifelong learner. And I think it's important to see, and I, and obviously I see that you and uh, see that in you, Mike, obviously. Um, but you're constantly finding the wave before everyone else does. So you're kind of, you know, like, like they say ahead of the curve. So this is one of those things, guys, if you want to jump on it uh, early, uh, this is the time to do it. Um, and again, Mike's just one of those guys who's always on the ball with things, dude. And I, I appreciate you, you know, Thank you. You're sharing that with us and being the creative person that you are. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I, I always love coming on and I always love listening to, to, to the casts and hearing what you have to say and the people that you have on. Like, you guys are doing an amazing thing, man. You really are. Yeah, man. And so so the whole, to, to, to kind of wrap things up and, you know, kind of make this a full circle, success and happiness, right? Can you just share um, how someone on their journey does not lose themselves. It doesn't lose the happiness, right? They're doing all the right things. They're going to the gym early in the morning. They're meditating super early. They're kicking butt at work or in their business, whatever it is. And then are kind of lost in that, right? Lost in the hustle and bustle and, and lose almost like it's not even making them happy anymore. They're just doing it because they're such motivated people or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about, you know, the importance of happiness towards, you know, the end goals or success. Yeah. You know, it's people talk like about a, a work-life balance, for example, I, I yes. talk about a work-life integration, right. And that is, that applies to your, your professional and your personal life. And so it's important to, to keep track, whether you journal or whether you meditate, 
it's important to come back to center, right? And you will get lost in the business and turn around and your kids, you know, you realize you missed little league practice and, and those things, the, the important, really important things. And so you have to constantly, you know, just like somebody who's, you know, trying out for a professional sports team or, or competing in a competition, constant, constant evaluation and awareness of where you are. And, and that happiness, you know, you have to be honest with yourself. You, you, it's, you have to make sure that you don't get caught up. We talked about the shiny things early on. It applies not just to going after, but once you start to get it, you know, does it start, does the money start to become your source of it? You need to make sure that that's not it, right? Everybody wants a pot of gold, but we um, just talked about this the other day. The pot of gold isn't always just filled with gold. It's filled with health, health and happiness and harmony and, and peace and serenity and love and those things that surround you. And so as long as you have those things, you're on the right path. You will have good days. You will have bad days as long as you're enjoying. And I don't mean that you will every single day, but as long as you're enjoying the overall journey, you're in the right place and you should be happy. And you know what, man, this is, I think probably the most important thing that I'll say tonight. If at some point you're not, then stop doing it. You know, we, we tend to think that we are going to go down this path and we have to do this. And I went to college and I learned this and I'm going to be an accountant and that's it. And you do it for three years and you hate it. Um, stop doing it. And the way to be able to do that is by making smart choices in advance. Don't go out and buy the new BMW when you get a good car and you sell a record or whatever you're doing. Start putting that thing, those that money away so that those things, you know, you talked about the things we own. I, not, I don't think I own anything. I think everything I own owns me, right? Like I don't have to worry about it. I don't own anything. It owns me. So I try to own less. So and I and that took me a while to learn. I was the opposite for way too long. And and so what happens is, you know, when you start to focus on it that way. You start to see, uh, okay, you know, if I make the right choices now, it gives me the opportunity down the line that if I'm not happy, I can make other choices. You know, you're, it's not quit. You're not quitting anything. You're pivoting. You're just shifting it. You're still moving forward. One of my favorite sayings, right? Even a kick in the ass keeps you moving in the right direction. Right. Um, keep go keep going. That may be something. And I'll tell you, man. I know a lot of attorneys. I know a lot of doctors. I know a lot of plumbers. I know a lot of people in every walk of life that do not like what they do and they are not happy, but they can't pivot because of choices that they made in the years leading up to it. So make the right choices along the way so that you have the opportunity to pivot when you need to. And make sure you work out the happiness muscle, man. It's a, it's a muscle. If you are not happy, you can work on becoming happy. Find little ways throughout the day to try and make yourself happy at work, at play. If it's just accomplishing a little thing, you know, recognize it, acknowledge it, celebrate it. And, um, you know, just keep moving forward that way. But those are, you know, those are the pieces of advice I would give your listeners. I think that's really important to keep in mind. I love it. Thanks, Mike. Pivoting. You got to love that. Um, I'm going to make a recommendation for everyone. You can go ahead and hit rewind right now for the last five minutes and listen to that bad boy again. Uh, you'll thank yeah. me later. <laughs> Thanks, we like man. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. We'd like to end uh, with quotes. And the first one is by Fred DeVito. If it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. And the second one by Ben Franklin. To succeed, jump as quickly at opportunities as you do at conclusions. Ouch. Uh, so there you have it. 
success and happiness. In this episode, the crew welcomes back special guest Michael Mola. We cover topics that range from happiness, success, entrepreneurship, potential, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes by Ben Franklin and Fred DeVito. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.